This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. It's Monday. I think it's Monday. And let's talk about migration patterns and inflation when it comes to real estate. There are some correlations that I want to show you. And yes, in some areas of the United States, housing is softening a little bit. It's not dropping. There's still offers. It's just a little soft, right? And that's what I want to talk about when it comes to this. But first, if you joined me yesterday, if you didn't watch the video, I did go over 32 experts and what they say about the housing market. I also jumped in some other stuff, but there's a great quote that I want to share with you to start off because it still makes me laugh when I read it. It's great because it's great and it's true. So Rick Sharga, executive vice president of market intelligence at Adam, if you know Adam, they collect data for housing. It says, well, first, let's be honest about this. The only time anybody really knows if you're in a housing bubble is after it bursts. So no matter how smart any of us think we are, we're all kind of speculating. And that's what I want to start with because you hear both sides of this. And all I'm doing is I'm just sharing data with you. I'm not selling you anything. I don't have this amazing program that you can buy on my YouTube channel. Or I'm not selling you anything. I'm just giving you data just to keep you informed. So all I'm asking you is to subscribe. All these articles are going to go into the YouTube channel in the description section. So look for that. Now, here's the article I do want to go over first because it caught my eye. It's by Fortune Magazine. And they're talking about how Texas didn't get hit the last time around by the 2007-2008 debacle in real estate. And this time they're saying now it's considered overvalued by some data that's out there. I want to jump into that and then shift over to show you what other areas are being called overvalued and, according to another article, what areas are still super affordable to move into, which could drive prices a little higher. So let's go into that really, really quick here. And for the first article, I've got for you the last housing bubble missed Texas, now the Lone Star State is home to the second most overvalued housing market in the country. Uh, that great, great title to start off with. Here's what it says. Back in the early 2000s, housing speculators got suckered into believing a shortage of supply, of supply would continue to propel U.S. prices skyward, blah, blah. We already know what happened then, right? But here, places like Vegas and Miami got crushed even harder, I remember, when what turned out to be a housing bubble ultimately burst and spurred the 2008 financial crisis. The Sunbelt housing meltdown had one exception, one big exception, that was Texas. And I was like, oh, that's right. Texas was kind of left out of the whole thing. But here's what we've got this time. Among the regional housing markets, Florida Atlantic University, and they, they have pretty good data. It's, it's data based on some old, old things that they go back to measure, but still, Pretty good data nonetheless. It, it measured Austin is the second most overvalued housing market in the nation. The median home in Austin is worth 589, 
589,000. That's 66% above the 354,000 limit that the Florida Atlantic University researchers say is supporting by the underlying economic fundamentals. And I'll put the link there on YouTube so you can check out what those fundamentals are. They've done quite a few articles before. Now, only Boise, Idaho was overvalued by more than 75%. And look, everybody that was moving out of every part of LA or California that I know where is either moving to Boise, Idaho, or they were moving to Austin, Texas. Even big companies were moving to Texas in general from the state of California. I'm sure you heard it on the news. So here's a little bit more to this because it's important to understand. According to the Florida Atlantic University researchers, Dallas is overvalued by 46%, ranking it number 18 in the nation. I'm going to show you a, a nice interactive map as well to show you other ones. Uh, not too far behind are San Antonio, 30%, and Houston at 28%. So what's going on? They say the Lone Star State has greatly benefited from the pandemic-spurred work-from-home migration, which we just talked about. And you can see here, I didn't highlight it, but it says Hewlett-Packard, Enterprise, Oracle, and Tesla were some of the ones that relocated as well. Now, I want to show you the interactive map really quick, just to go through with you. But first I wanna show you this. Here, here's a little graph It says, the degree to which major Texas housing markets are overpriced or underpriced, right? You've got Austin, which is the darker purple one here at the top that I'm pointing to, 66%. Then you've got Dallas, light pink, 46. San Antonio and Houston, Texas are right about there. Now we scroll down to this one, it says, the degree to which regional home prices are overvalued or undervalued, according to Florida, uh, the Florida Atlantic University. You've got places in, in California, like Riverside, and everybody, everybody moved there because it was lower in price and out of the big city, right? That's why a lot of those people that were even in California were relocating to this area. You've got places like Stockton, which is very true. You still had people from San Francisco moving there. And then you've got over here, Boise, Idaho, 75. Remember, that was the one that was higher than Austin, barely. And then you've got Austin at 66 down here and Dallas at 45. But check out Tennessee, too, 46, Knoxville, 39, and Chattanooga, 37. And then you have these little middle areas over here in Florida. Here's the thing you have to watch out for, though. And, and I know Redfin did a great job of this because they actually mapped out and said, hey, there's a correlation here to where, from where people are moving to, especially from cities like San Francisco and Seattle and L.A., and they're buying homes in areas that are significantly less valued. And they're driving up the prices. But not only that, look, they cashed out on a lot of things. So they're buying things left and right. They're driving prices up dramatically. So we are seeing a disparity of inflation in these areas. Now, read this with me. It says the relationship between migration and inflation increased in 2021. The relationship between migration and inflation has strengthened significantly as more people relocate from expensive coastal cities to more affordable metro areas. Now, you have to watch out for that because towards the end of the year, we may see some of that come back to us. More than half of the variation in inflation rates between metro areas in 2021 can be explained by domestic migration. But in the preceding decade from 2010 to 2022 to 2020, a much smaller share, around 24% of the variation, 
could be explained. Now, if we zoom in here, I'm going to zoom in so I can show you what's at the top here. The metros with higher rates of net migration tend to have higher inflation. And you see up here, Atlanta, Tampa, Phoenix, right? St. Louis, even Riverside, California, Dallas, and Houston. Those are the things we have to watch out for because now as we get into whatever is next, which like I said, I don't know what's next. It just shows that we're slowing down a little bit in some areas. In some areas, we're still seeing multiple offers. What's going to happen is now these areas that have higher inflation because interest rates are going up. They're going to start now coming down in certain areas and saying, hey, and we're already seeing it. Like Atlanta is slowing down a little bit. Parts of D.C., Maryland now, not as many multiple offers. But in some parts of Southern California, it's still hot. Southern Florida, like Miami, absolutely hot. So these other areas may not necessarily slow down. If we start seeing a bigger slowdown, it could be in these higher inflated areas and not everyone. There's just some correlation. And I wanted to share that with you because it's important. Now, let's go to the affordability one because it was a great article. Again, by Redfin, it says, here are eight U.S. migration hotspots where homes are still relatively affordable, which means we could start seeing these areas go up in value as well, even throughout this whole process of people saying, hey, we're, we're in a down market, which is not necessarily the case. Here, it says the typical home in Virginia Beach, that's one of them, the 15th most popular destination for buyers moving to a different metro, sold for 315000 in April. That's a great average. That just shows you that it's well below the national average of 424000 And then you have other areas. Here it says, right underneath, it says, next come a pair. I'll highlight it for you so you can read it with me. It says, next come a pair of Texas metros that rank 9th and 10th. That's San Antonio, which we talked about. And then Houston, which we also talked about. Then Jacksonville and Bakersfield, California. So these are the areas you're going to pay attention to over the next few months. People will still be moving into these affordable areas, which could mean we could see multiple offers. It just depends on two things. Always remember this because this will determine where we go. Affordability and inventory. And if the inventory remains low, the demand will remain high as long as people are still purchasing. And guess what? At the rate of 5.5%, that's that's still a low rate significantly. So if the rate starts going up towards 7, 7 7.5%, 8%, then we start worrying, right? But we're not there yet. And I don't know what's going to happen over the next couple of months, right? So pay attention to all the data that I'm sharing with you. And I wanted to just talk about migration patterns today. If you want some information about recession, talked about it two videos ago, and some great data in yesterday's video. Hope you have an awesome day. I'll see you tomorrow.